Thank you so much for being here, Jessica and Eric. Uh, happy to see some friendly faces in the audience already. We're going to probably take a couple minutes before we get started. So the most impactful thing that we can do at this point is to, if you go in the little right-hand corner, the uh, you can click on that bubble. You'll be able to open. Oh my gosh, he is here. Don's coming. Yes. Okay, this is amazing. Um, if you go into the little right-hand corner of that bubble, the most impactful thing you could do, of course, is like and repost this the space, but comment. That's going to drive the algo to push in front of more people. So comment on the space, say something. I'm probably going to tweet out a picture. I'm about to do this in my pajamas. So anyhow, uh, glad to have you here. Glad you can make it, Don. Hey, good to see you. I, I just saw your post. Um, the reason why I don't want to co-host because I might need to drop earlier. Um, it's it. It's um, a little bit late. It's not crazy late, um, but lately I've been trying to don't do things uh, too much in the evening. I actually saw you had some guided meditation uh, a few days ago. So let's say it's for the purpose of me trying to, to cool down uh, in the evening. Uh, what was that? What was that guided meditation? Was it serious or was it like, uh, what was it? No, no, it's it's very serious, Don. Um, I record them every morning. I do them. They're 8 a.m. EST, 12 p.m. UTC. It's just a 10-minute guided meditation. I've been meditating for 14 years. I know how stressful this space can be, so I just like offering that for the community on weekdays. They're always recorded, so if you want to listen, you know, like a Wednesday one's a body scan. If you're trying to wind down at the end of the night, you want to sleep better, that's a good one I would suggest. They're very serious, though. Like, I do that every weekday morning. You're always welcome to listen. Yeah, um, it, it's funny you say that, you know, because um, so I, I've been even struggling like to make videos. Not that um, this space is stressful because that never was the case. Um, so I, I got some uh, trouble sleeping, right? So, but it's related to anxiety. Like I, I think because the like there is no diagnosis like insomnia. It's usually the cause of like you know of anxiety or something like that, and. Uh, uh, I hope this maybe will get cut out later. I shouldn't really talk about this. Uh, yeah, but like that's usually underlying, right? So like I'm trying to um, ease out the evenings and like don't look at the phone and, and stuff like this. Um, didn't know you were meditating. I actually think it's our first uh, meeting over here. Uh, are you are you part of Composable? Like because uh, lately I've been not really that present. So. Uh, what's your job? No, Don, actually, I work for uh, Lucky Friday. It's an infrastructure provider. And um, we started validating in the Cosmos ecosystem at the beginning of the year. I'm just, full disclosure, just incredibly bullish on interoperability. At the end of the day, like, I love the Composable Labs team and what they're building. They were my largest crowd loan. 
Um, and for the most part, I've been as part of my work, both its personal and professional interest I took in Cosmos starting in January. And you were one of the first people. I, I remember watching you rate validators with Joe, with Cosmos Joe, and I was dying laughing. And I asked Joe, I'm like, is this serious or real? Um, so yeah, I've been following you for a long time and been a fan. So I just appreciate even sharing the stage with you. But um, I know we're getting a couple minutes into it. And don't feel like if you have to drop at any point, Don, I totally understand, especially with you trying to wind down for the evening. I, too, suffer from those same problems. Uh, it's perfectly human and, and natural and normal. So, um, you know, contribute to the conversation. But if at any point you need to leave, by all means, please do so. I do want to welcome up Brain Jar. He is, of course, the guest of honor in today's space to kind of give us a little bit more about what's going on with the proposal for co the Composable Labs team uh, entering the economic, atom economic zone and possibly becoming a ICS chain with the Centauri. So, um, Ranger, I'll turn it over to you if you want to give a brief introduction before we kind of dive into the topic today. And uh, thank you for everybody who's here. And again, if you want to help share the space, please do so. Commenting helps the most. Yo, yo, what's up? Um, yeah, so we are doing our testnet ceremony on the 27th of, of September. So Cosmos Hub validators will actually do a sort of simulation with us of actually onboarding our chain to uh to ics and um yeah shortly thereafter we'll pretty much post the proposal on chain um yeah i i think that's like the biggest so so we're basically ready is is the tldr i hope i can ask some of the difficult questions so i mean yeah. difficult um because um, there is a lot of concerns, even even me talking with uh, with some friends, you know, um, a lot of them have concerns about Composable. And I'm not lying, maybe I have too, um, but, but more likely related to the fact that Composable now, uh, before we get to the proposal, Composable function as the non-custodial bridge between Polkadot and Cosmos. Mm -hmm. And there was some... Uh, concerns I would hear that, well, first of all, we know Polkadot doesn't seem to have a lot of on-chain users, and there was those talks about a lot of unlocks coming very soon from the, could you help me from where? What, what yeah, yeah, it? so, all, so all the crowd, I mean, so like, yeah, the crowd loans that, are, that won two years ago, which include Moonbeam, Parallel Finance, Astar, and Akala are all unlocking um very soon so like people believe that that's going to send dot to demon town um so so yeah i mean like i think i think the biggest thing to 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 so like we've i've obviously read the feedback as well right one of the concerns is just like okay who the fuck cares about polka dot to cosmos um i obviously share that feeling right like we set up pools everywhere. Uh, we try to get people to, we, we list DOT as collateral on UMI and IST, which are proposals coming up pretty soon. But like end of the day, it seems like DOT holders would rather just stake or um, I think of course, Funky disagrees with me, but people you know, would rather just stake and, and just like hold their funds on a sex. Right, maybe that is the maybe that is the average polka dot whales thinking, right? 
So, so the value to me of this, of this connection is, is less so about the connection, but more so about the fact that it's IBC and the fact that we have also now laid the foundation for like cross ecosystem IBC to be a thing so that Ethereum IBC can be a thing. Um, of course, like there are things to do, right? Like you have Pablo still, um, we have, you know, ongoing emissions, Stride has emissions, we're putting up Stargaze emissions very soon as well. So like these things are, are, are there, but like, you know, it's, it's not super encouraging to see like liquidity not being super high. And I think again, it's a, it is a, I do feel like it's a polka dot issue, just like ecosystem wide of like, how do you deploy more, more liquidity? Um, so anyway, that's just, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You know, um, sorry, panicky for like, uh, going ahead. You can, you can stop me anytime. Um, that, that was the, you mentioned Pablo Dex. I was, I was speaking with, uh, with a friend the other day and like, um, and he was like, he doesn't understand why Composable doesn't try to do marketing on the Pablo Dex. So it, it seems Composable is very involved in trying to advertise uh, this on the Polkadot side. You know, there was proposal of allocating uh, $1 million worth of, of DOT tokens, which failed. So it seems the Polkadot community wasn't very much into this. Um, but there is Pablo Dex and uh, it's incentivized as well. Uh, the Pablo token, which uh, serves as the main token within composable ecosystem, also to secure the blockchain as of now. Why um, why there seem to be no attempt to promote Pablo more as that cross-chain deck? Yeah, I mean... You know, we, why focusing? Yeah, I mean, we definitely... I mean, we tweet about it, like, pretty often. I think it's, like, the only thing we tweet about these days, like, in general. I mean, we, yes, we posted the proposal and stuff, but, like, just this past week, we posted about new pools um, set up between Astar and Shiden, um, and also the Bifrost pools on on the Polkadot side. And like, I think I think like I agree with you inherently. We should try to to like push it more. Um, I I don't disagree. Um, however, like I think that there is the broader issue of just like, how do you get dot users to use these things? Like, of course we can get Cosmos users to bridge over and start using these, these primitives. Um, but it just, it just seems like right now there's like no interest in doing much of anything in the dot ecosystem. And I think the proposal failed simply because no one actually wants to deploy dot anywhere. Like maybe within the ecosystem, but like it's it, it feels to me like dot wants to maintain the status quo um well that, that could be one of the reasons you know i i think do people have concern um there is a lot of trust issues which is which is fine you know uh maybe they look at composable and it, it was actually alone so it wasn't um given it was alone just yeah. to deploy and deep liquidity so uh, maybe there's the trust issue but like it's interesting to see that the proposal for example to fund the relatively small youtuber with like sixty thousand dollars 
uh, past, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, uh, I guess the like community is really small and hermetic that it can, uh, yeah, go punky. No, I mean, I figure I can offer some more of the polka dot perspective from this side of the house. Um, and I do, you know, because the last time there was a space and I did kind of disagree with Brain Jar. But when he kind of gave me some context around what he was trying to say, he is correct, right? Like when you look at the TVLs across the board on a number of our chains, Rama, stop laughing at me. Um, <laughs> the, the the TVL is obviously lower, right? But I, I feel it's it's not true to say that there's not a lot to do because, I mean, there's a lot of great protocols that I do a plenty of. And again, I'm an old man. I'm a DeFi dabbler. I'm not some huge whale that Rama would be tracking with his cool wallet stuff. But like, I, I feel as if, the bigger headwinds that are being faced, if I'm being completely honest from the Polkadot side, I'm sure Limo and other people who are like in the ecosystem would nod to this, is that a lot of the mistrust that you spoke of, Don, started around the time when all the crowd loan was going on and everything else. So there's probably significant headwind in Polkadot for the Composable Labs team. Again, like I'm still personally bullish. I want them to do all this stuff. I want them to continue to connect things. It was my biggest crowd loan, you know, as Lucky Friday, as an infrastructure provider, we run a collator for Picasso, we run an Oracle, we were doing the Centauri testnet bridge, you know, so we're, we're deeply committed to the team. And I feel as if it's one of these things that if, if we can just get some transparency around all the issues that have led up to this point, that will get some more buy-in. The other thing about the dot loan too, is that like for one of our projects, we were going to propose a loan and it has since come to the fore that Gav himself doesn't like the loan construct with the treasury funds because somehow this impacts like the security of the network with regard to staking. And that kind of gets back to, you know, Brain Jar's broader point about some of these dot whales. Like what, I think he's right, right? Like what do they have to worry about? They can just stake if they got massive bags and they're literally getting paid tons of money every single day. So there is that's that's true too, um, and I feel like as someone who likes both, you know, ecosystems and interoperability, I'm all for trying to play around with these pools and do these different kinds of asset pairings, you know, on on various dexes and whatnot. I just feel like it's the the biggest thing you don't see a lot of people moving into Picasso and the Pablo decks, at least from our side, has a lot to do with the the the, the community's trust in the team and the project, which. I feel others, and I'm going on way too long, but like Kusamarian has done some great interviews that you guys should check out where you see the whole team talk about the broader vision. I feel like at least they're starting to earn their trust back. And I felt like that there was more trust on the Cosmos side to seeing how the teams interact with them. But again, I'm, I'm a big proponent of seeing this, this IBC kind of network being created by them because I feel like the more we connect other ecosystems, the better it's going to be for everybody. So can we um, can we maybe speculate what will happen once? Uh, well, the bridge is there, okay. The proposal failed, so we kind of struggled with the liquidity, and the Polkadot ecosystem looks a little bit laid back. Uh, do you expect some whales? Was there maybe the certain community in Polkadot side? showed the interest that they would love to participate in the Cosmos ecosystem. I, I know you mentioned the doing proposals on UMI and, and some others, but I even think for those who are bearish, for those who await that time where 400 or 500 million, whatever is there, being unlocked, um, I guess it, it, will, it can be used in perps. People can short it 
Um, I'm aware there is actually only Levana. I'm not sure if they're, they're going to integrate they will, yeah. maybe one day. So uh, people can even short it, right? Then if they think it's going to go down. So um, yeah, well, like, uh, is there like no lending borrowing protocols in DOT? Are they more vibrant in Cosmos? And was there like interest from the whales on that side? Yeah, I think that they would love to use Cosmos. I think the biggest, I think the biggest catalyst is going to be Levana potentially, like. So we are like full transparency. We are working on dot perps with Levana. Um, uh, so like, if people want to short the shit out of dot, fucking go right ahead. <laughs> um, so, so from my perspective, um, I believe that you know because of Cosmos DeFi, there are things to be done in like with dots such as collateral for for different things you can take out loans in polka dot so far like using parallel and and akala and stuff but i don't really think that it's an as developed ecosystem as say like umi or agoric yeah i'll give you that rarma was doing yeah, go, go on, no, go on. No. but rarma was doing uh thumbs up on the perps i'm not sure if it's the uh, saying that the dot's going down, or rather that uh, he doesn't like perps. I saw those as thumbs down. Like he was, he wasn't interested in shorting dot. I don't know. Maybe I misread that. But yeah, to to Brain Jar's point, I do think the lending market is probably a little bit more undeveloped compared to Cosmos, right? Like we have Moonwell, for instance, which you can do some assets where where you're borrowing, but it's it's very constrained to like wrapped Bitcoin dot. Uh, the Glimmer token Moonbeam, which was like the main EVM chain. Um, and then I think USDC is on, maybe USDT as well. But yeah, t t that is true. Like the, the lending markets are not anything like what you have in Cosmos in terms of offer. You know, uh, there, there is a lot of voices. So like I, I want to focus on the FAT quite a lot before we get more, because like, uh, you know, there, there was, people actually like sending me DMs. So there was this concept that DOT doesn't have liquidity. Like I, I see there is quite a lot of liquidity on success of the DOT. It's, it's just as deep as Cosmos, but maybe I don't know something. So there was this idea that maybe if you could bring DOT liquidity to Cosmos and leverage this on UMI, there is just like, yeah, I'm gonna do it and then just wait to get liquidated, right? Like as the as the exit. Uh, I, I don't think that makes sense, right? Because it would be easier to exit via a centralized exchange, I think. Yeah, and you can, I mean, again, if you're just swapping dot and dot assets, you can use all sorts of DEXs. There's plenty of liquidity, like StellaSwap is the biggest DEX on Moonbeam. And you can pretty much do anything you want on that DEX in terms of, and, and not have any kind of significant slippage or, or what have you. I mean, it's all relative with regard to like what, what kind of move you're trying to make. Maybe if you're trying to liquidate, say, a million plus dot, you might have some slippage. I don't know how deep their pools are because I think their total value locked is, is sub 10 million at this point. But yeah, they, there is enough to do it on on uh, DEXs. But certainly to your point, Don, yeah, like it, a sex, no problem at all, of course. But people are trying to avoid those. Um, but, you know, I do know we want to talk about the AEZ proposal itself. So, you know, if we want to take some questions around that, you know, and, and what they're trying to achieve. And then, of course, I know you have more questions you want to ask Brain Jar as well. So, 
Yeah, do you want to break down like what's the what's the proposal or should we already like talk and uh because I do have some some questions about joining Atom Economic yeah. Zone as well. Let's go straight into the questions. I think that's that's better. Yeah, so um we have a couple chains stride, it makes sense. It's like uh, tens of millions of dollars locked. Um seems that Stride chain is double that size, so it would be secure. But it, it makes sense for them to to secure. They pay some some fee on top of that to Atom stakers. You know, Neutron meant to do the same. Those are two chains that are already there. Um, composable, like it's it's still a small blockchain. And I'm the validator, and the Punky now, as I know, you are the validator, and we are both small validators. Running the infrastructure costs some. It often costs less than people try to present, but each of the blockchain uh, costs more of the validator, right? It's additional node. So I wonder, like, beyond security, because obviously it's a bridge, it has to be secure, correct? So that's important. If that would be the main bridge within Cosmos, it makes sense, it has to be secure. Uh, especially if it would become a term, so maybe we can talk about this. But uh, why the validators should vote yes for that, uh, especially those smaller val smaller validators in this case, like Panky or or me. Yeah, that's a great question. So so um, somebody is going to, like there are obviously other people working on cross ecosystem IBC. Um, like Polymer team and um, I think Electron and a couple of couple of other folks. Um, the reality is like these connections will happen, and if these connections are not secure, then like IBC fundamentally is less secure than say Axelar. Um, not in the centralization risk, but in the actual like chain risk, and so. If we actually believe that an IBC connection to Ethereum is beneficial um, and IBC connections to like Solana, Arbitrum, et cetera, will actually drive volume um, and we should use it as an alternative messaging protocol to things like Axelar um, or, um, or other ecosystems, I think that it becomes um, compelling to want to uh secure this this chain with as much uh tvl as physically possible um and so for us like it makes a lot of sense that if everyone is aligned that ibc is the future um then it makes sense that the chain that is providing cross ecosystem ibc first um uh should try to at least buy for an aez position um now, obviously, we could have the debate of like, does cross ecosystem IBC even matter? Does anyone give a fuck? Um, does Axelar have, you know, full dominance of of the ecosystem? Are we just going to lose to layer zero? Um, and I think the simplest answer to that is like, right now we have a liquidity problem in the crypto ecosystem. Why? Because people don't trust the ecosystem as a whole. And every single day they read about a bridge hack um, 
and someone running away with with funds. So, you know, should we trust Google Oracle? And, you know, Google itself is not the most secure infrastructure in the world. Um, or should we trust actual like cryptography? And for me, I believe that IBC is a necessity for people who want to deploy large amounts of capital um, who be, who will be sophisticated enough to understand, de, you know, deferring security models. Um, uh, like IBC is a requirement for this, for an increase of liquidity in the ecosystem. Um, do I think that it's going to take time for us to build up that liquidity versus someone like Axelar? Yeah, maybe. But if getting, if IBC Ethereum is the requirement for getting, everybody who has stepped back into the space i know that uh we got rugged with our last connection so um looks like brain jar should probably be just left maybe he'll be right back yeah, here he is so hopefully we'll just pick up where we left off i don't know if don will be able to join us because um, i know he was at the beginning of the original space saying he wouldn't be able to stay for the entire time um, but we were getting some questions coming in so oh don is here good all right perfect yeah so as I was saying, um, I do believe that something like um, uh, IBC Ethereum is needed for something like Atom and DOT to be used as collateral properly on Aave or like for Maker, for instance. So, so because of that, like I do believe IBC. Is, so, so that's also like the thing about. Um, the thing about Axelar, right? Like you don't like you could move Atom over to to uh, Ethereum and try to get Ave support for that um, or Maker support for that, but but because people know like there is IBC and IBC is more secure, like nobody wants to inherit the bridge risk associated with Axelar for something as important as like collateral for Dai, and and so. I think that IBC ETH is a worthwhile endeavor. And um, yeah, so I think that was the question. Did you have follow-up questions, Don, or did you guys want to move on with regard to some of the, the plan for the proposal that's listed on the Cosmos Forum Hub? I mean, the Cosmos Hub Forum, I should say, um, about the- Yeah, before- yeah, like just a little. Uh, so after that, like uh, you, you guys can speak about the the shared revenues. You know, um, the the follow up question because you mentioned in a lot of Axelar, right? So th there was similar case in Cosmos. You know, there is the non custodial bridge, which is Gravity Bridge, and it's also having a very rough moment, I would say, right now. Um, and Axelar was was chosen possibly because it's more, you know, it, it's a business, right? So I believe they probably made a deal with the certain exchanges that it will be major bridge or so. Um, so so Axel are kind of dominating the space a lot. And as non-custodial to Ethereum, we have gravity. You, you don't mention gravity. Is it that you think that something like uh, uh, composable would actually replace the, the, the gravity? In this case, uh, because e even I personally, you know, I ra I tried gravity. I'm rather using Axelar 
because gravity, despite being slightly cheaper, is simply too slow to use, you know? So I just can't be bothered with that. So um, if, if, you, if you have that, if it's secured by, uh, by Atom, obviously that should be the main Cosmos bridge for many. Um, that, that kind of replace that public good space, although it's, a, it, it's still a business, right? So do you think it will replace gravity in that, in that regards? Well, I mean, I definitely think gravity is better than Axelor, right? For sure, for many reasons, like speed, cost, and also security. That's also why Canto went with gravity as opposed to um uh as opposed to um uh axelor sorry so do i believe it'll replace gravity i mean so so gravity also still has centralization trust assumptions right much less so than than axelor but but like there is still centralization risk in that it's not there is no light client verification like all the validators could basically cheat and send a message to the destination chain with the lie. Um, right. But obviously it's like, you know, you trust that the validators are all, there's a bit of social consensus there. Um, so do I think it's going to replace gravity? Like as far as cheaper and faster, I would say so as far as more secure, I would say so as well. Um, but also like gravity is very well entrenched in the Canto ecosystem. Like it's going to be up to the Canto ecosystem to also decide, do they want to move um, over to IBC Ethereum? Um, like we're not in the business of like, you know, we believe that something like gravity is, is they did the work to make their bridge more secure. And I applaud them for that. And that's why I mentioned Axelor a lot because they didn't. So, so yeah. I think what I'm trying to say is we can coexist, but like I don't think we can coexist with massive centralization risk. Don, did you have specific questions about the revenue sharing? Because I remember you mentioned that as well, and that is in the outline. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Yeah, like um, regarding Axla, right? So, are are you just maybe the last question in that regard? Because I don't want to drag it. Um, are you will you be able to provide faster and cheaper transactions? Because even if a lot of projects will choose Axlar for for the certain reasons, maybe um, financial reasons. If that is cheaper and faster option, um, then users might want to use Composable then, right? So if you could estimate like how cheap, if, if you're building already the bridge um, with Ethereum, could you estimate like if I want to transfer, um, do a single transfer from Ethereum to Cosmos, how much such transaction would, would be? And, and how fast could, could it yeah, be? Yeah, yeah, so for sure. So I don't necessarily want to like commit because gas prices fluctuate a lot, right? So like I can't, I can't necessarily tell you it'll always be this range, but what we're seeing so far is that, um, you know, between the, the, and again, this is gas fees for Ethereum, so it's completely gas fee related. So like 
my my goal is to have it between you know ten to fifteen dollars per transfer and have the time basically take two two to three minutes or less, right? Because Ethereum block times are much larger than Cosmos block times, so that is also dependent on Ethereum, but but like I like we're fully intending on not just like a lot of people have said, oh yeah, IBC Ethereum is just going to be like, you know, expensive and very slow, like two, three hours. Like that is not the case. Um, so we do also think we will be competitive from a cost and a and a time perspective. That's the goal, right? Um, if IBC Ethereum was only great because it was security related, I think it would be much less interesting. But the reality is like, it is also just a better product, I think. Brainjar, while we're Okay, thank the, you. Uh, so um, if anyone wants to follow up or Panky, you can, you can move with your questions and- No, thanks Don. Yeah, I was just gonna ask as a follow-up because I was curious about the whole ETH connection, especially like when the Lucky Friday team was having a meeting with Jafar, uh, many months ago, he alluded to the fact that like late in the summer, they would be starting to get to this ETH bridge with the IBC connection. And I know in the uh, the Cosmos Hub forum proposal, you mentioned tapping into Eigenlayer and being an AVS for them. Can you explain a little bit more about what that net benefit would be to the Cosmos ecosystem and maybe how that might help some of those settlement times that you were talking about previously, just when you were mentioning that to Don? Yeah, for sure. So. Um, so there's sort of unrelated, so it is, so yeah, so basically like, um, one of the issues with Axelar is you're very restricted with what you can actually do. Right. Actually, I think this is a really great article idea is like comparing what you can do with IBC versus what you can do with, with Axelar. Um, my belief is so like. Um, let me just actually touch first on the, on the sort of, uh, on the, um, timeline. So we're actually already in DevNet for IBC Ethereum. Um, so like this is coming up very soon. Um, testnet, the idea of our testnet is we're actually going to release it publicly and people can go and get. Sepolia ETH and and bridge back and forth. And then we're going to have, you know, other things that I'll announce at a later date um, for people to to you know do things with the bridge in testnet. Um so like we've been speaking to ETH protocols and 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 all that. Uh so Mainnet will come sort of after we've received critical mass of feedback from people about how it's performing. And, and this will also really stress test our bridge as well. Um, so yeah, so like this is our highest priority at the moment within Composable. Um, so moving on to Eigenlayer. So the reason why IBC Ethereum is also interesting is not just because of, of like moving assets back and forth, or even something like squid, like bridging and swapping. Um, it's also interesting because you can extend a lot of the primitives that exist on Ethereum. For example, people have been talking about, wouldn't it be cool if the Cosmos hub could be used as a mechanism to settle rollups, uh, to be a settlement layer for rollups, right? 
It's just been one of the ideas that the people have had. Um, you can do that with a bridge, with an IBC connection. You cannot do that with Axelor. So we would basically take proofs, like state commitment, um, propo like proposed by L2 proposers, um, send it to a DA, and then someone like Celestia could send that to, to, um, to the Cosmos hub. So IBC Ethereum unlocks that capability. Um, the next sort of piece that, that's also interesting as well is um, Cosmos chains should be able to benefit from um, security offered by Eigenlayer. Everyone's excited about restaked Ethereum. Um, can we use it in the Cosmos ecosystem? As of now, no. But with a bridge like IBC Ethereum, you certainly can. So you could pass slashing parameters from one chain um, to Eigenlayer over this bridge and and communicate with the ABS registry um, for these purposes. So, so for me, like a lot of the interesting primitives that are getting built on Ethereum really get expanded as we start to see IBC Ethereum taking shape. Very exciting. Is this help any way? Because I know, again, I'm not, I don't know all the chains super well in, in Cosmos, but I know like Sommelier, for instance, is something to do with ETH DeFi. Would that help facilitate that process? Like what are they using now? I'm assuming they don't have an IBC connection. Is it an Axelar thing? No, actually, I think they use Gravity, if I'm not mistaken. So I think the way they do it is, is um, the strategies are on Ethereum. And then the rebalancing actually happens on the chain. Um, and the way that these messages are passed, like requests for rebalancing and stuff like that, happens through gravity, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, that, that is something that could get replaced with IBC Ethereum. Nice. If you guys have any questions, I know we have like 14 minutes left in the space. I do have a, another commitment um, in, at 11 a.m. EST. So if you have questions, please drop them in the comments. I'll try and look at those and see if, oh, actually, friend already beat me to it. He posted it right underneath about nine minutes ago. So if you guys have questions, please feel free to drop those questions right below in the comments. We'll look at them. We'll be sure to pass those along to BrainJar. But otherwise, you know, um, why don't you give us sort of the big picture, like, you know, the, the, the vision for why this should be a consumer chain, right? Like that's really what this proposal is all about is kind of making this transition for the Centauri chain to become part of the, the uh, AEZ and to be an ICS like Stride or Neutron. Um, can you give people sort of like the overview who are just tuning in into why this would be beneficial? You know, just sort of like a big picture overview while waiting for more questions. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the first, like the main thing is security. Right, like, like I want to make sure that we have the most secure IBC hub in the ecosystem. The hub is not going to do it, right? Like, um, they have plans in their roadmap about IBC routing, blah blah blah. But like, you know, that stuff is 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 cool. But like, you actually need a hub for IBC, and that hub should be should have been on the hub. Um, with Adam as the fee token, but that's not the case. And so we can make that happen on a consumer chain and like bring that vision back to the hub, right? Um, and something that's really interesting, actually, I think Rarma had, had posted about this at some point, um, but we're, we're also building this thing called a relayer liquidity module where 
relayers could basically like the, the base fee token for IBC could in fact be Atom. And then relayers that are looking for additional tokens to facilitate transfers um, to other ecosystems, like in this case, to bridge to Ethereum, they need ETH. And so the user could pay a fee um, in, in, in Atom, and then a portion of that to cover the relayer's gas fees could be given to the, to the relayer by tapping into different DEXs in the Cosmos ecosystem. So I think like first and foremost, we want to bring back the ideology of the hub should be the hub for IBC. The second is, okay, once you have the hub being the hub for IBC, why do we actually give, give a shit? And the reason for that is, is um, we can then do things that extend the usability of IBC to other ecosystems. So this idea of, and I, I mentioned this before on, on some of Don's live streams, this idea of like, one click with a single wallet being able to access multiple different ecosystems from a single location that is this the intention of this chain so you would point yourself to this chain and submit a problem that you want fulfilled aka i want to stake or i want to do xyz thing and and from there you know have this get settled over ibc in many different ecosystems and chains within the cosmos ecosystem so, so the hope is is like long term we have um sort of this the hub becomes kind of this processing center by way of composable for things that people want to do in the broader interchain and it becomes kind of the first stop for a lot of this liquidity that that is generally sort of chain agnostic or at least um you know, not the typical people who show up to to Ave and take out a loan, but rather want to explore. Okay, what is the full surface of potential loans that I could take out, um, and based on that, make an informed decision. So, yeah, that's that's kind of the broader vision of what we're trying to do here. It's like, um, and I think that being a consumer chain is a very important step along the way. I just want to comment and say this, Branjar, because you know I was just at Sub Zero on the polka dot side of the house uh, this past week, and one of the things that uh, you know, listening to the Noble Wallet team, very similarly, they said we want to get everything down to one click because the more clicks that people have to make, the more decisions, the more like anxiety that builds up because you you know you're starting to question everything. So that's a really noble aspiration to get that IBC routing down where you're just doing one click and you're getting to see all these different opportunities and everything else. So it's, it's an ambitious uh, goal and, and seems quite uh, something that'd be amazing if you could accomplish it. Well, so, yeah, so actually something Don and I had talked about at one point on, on one of the, his live streams was we should really, like a lot of projects just don't give a shit about users, right? And a lot of teams just build tech for tech ultimately, but don't actually use the, the tech in the ecosystem. And something we've been doing is like we've been we've been sort of deploying in like Argentina and Lebanon and other ecosystems where we have a presence um cuz our team is is from these different places like we're interested in in actually getting users to use this type of interface um so like getting them set up with a small amount of capital um you know from from some sort of bounty program etc like 
something like that to get them set up initially and then really sort of understand from a non-crypto native user perspective um, what would they want to see from a usability perspective like everyone says oh my grandma can't use crypto but how do we actually like um, make it sort of even simpler so that we actually know like what your grandma wants before before like showing up to her house <laughs> um, so we have actually like this is something we're actually going to publish pretty soon um we have actually done like you know hundreds of interviews with like you know just re you know people who want to do things in crypto slash escape the rat race of fiat both on the sort of like merchants but also like the user perspective side of things um and i think that's really critical uh and will definitely inform how we build you know the products to come within composable well thank you that's a that's a great answer and um unfortunately all my grandmothers are gone but uh, i'm gonna use my mom as a proxy a little bit later on because she's coming down to visit and she's 74 so i'm gonna see if she can do a teddy dow teddy because um, you're right. I mean, this is what we're trying to do is get as many people involved in using the Web3 tools and everything else that's out there. And so anything we can do to simplify that process, I think it's going to be a boon to to any, all of Web3, really, you know, Cosmos, Polkadot, wherever, beyond. Um, any, so we have about six minutes left. I haven't seen any questions come in in the comments, but, you know, does anybody maybe want to join us on the stage and ask a question? Um, you know, I have co-hosts. I'd like to. Oh, go ahead, Don. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry, sorry for stopping you. I'm, I'm, I'm so rude. I always stop the people uh, when they, uh, in the meet talk because I see the Ray Raspberry, and uh, Ray was like uh, sending me some uh, stuff. Um, the, I, I would say Ray is not very bullish on composable. So, like, I, I would like to actually encourage those people who are maybe not bullish or have concerns to come over and talk. Uh, you know, because um, there is no point that maybe I get messages after. Instead, like you, you can actually come and ask the questions, you know, but those questions are never addressed um, because many people don't come when when Brainjar is actually speaking, but they, but they come um, they come after. Um, I wanted to say, like, uh, you know, because I keep thinking about Nomic, which is also this interesting experiment. Uh, not sure if if Brainjar or you, Panky, actually heard. Uh, I I think the concept is quite similar. This is the Bitcoin Bitcoin bridge, and I I assume it might not get a lot of support, maybe at some point as well, because it's also, um, well, it's community driven blockchain. There is no funding, right? And they try to make a way for like a non custodial Bitcoin bridge, which kind of maybe reminds me a little bit of that, you know. Um, I, I wonder if you, uh, Brainjar, maybe talked with some uh, projects in the Cosmos ecosystem um, that would like to use the assets that will be bridged by Composable. So, you know, I'm, I'm not saying the Cosmos itself, because Cosmos itself doesn't have the application, but I wonder if there is, like, projects blockchains in cosmos that are like yeah we we actually gonna integrate the composable bridge because we want to use the asset yeah for sure i mean so like 
there are the dexes, right? Like Astroport, um, Osmosis, etc. Um, but I think actually, I want to take us take a and and of course Shade um, and Secret. Lots of different, pretty much like all my favorite chains in the ecosystem are are keen on using you know IBC, Ethereum, and and other assets brought over IBC. I do want to take a second though to talk about um, ETH protocols that want to use Atom because I feel like um, maybe people think I'm bullshitting, but um, like these are active conversations we're having, right? So like Brax, for instance. Um, you know, onboarding new collateral types, getting fracks over to the Cosmos ecosystem is a very high priority for us. Um, we're also looking at Swell. So Swell ETH is, is an incredibly important asset in the ETH ecosystem, trying to get that onboarded as well over to the ecosystem. Um, we're also looking at things like Pendle for ST Atom. Um, which I think allow you to print um, yield tokens and principal tokens against yield yield bearing assets, which I think are also very interesting and important. Um, so I think like the these will people use these things in those protocols? I mean, it's up to to you know the Cosmos ecosystem to do that. But if you have a yield, if you have a way to you know mint frax off of your atom um and you're a believer of frax then i think that's particularly compelling um so so like for me i'm interested in trying to bring a lot of use cases to ethereum DeFi as much as i am bringing use cases to cosmos DeFi. um but ultimately no matter what like based on how we're looking at things with this relayer liquidity module like we hope that the that the volume both ways can accrue to Atom, um, and additional use cases for for Atom in different ecosystems. Hopefully, also accrues value to Atom as well. Um, so, and that is obviously as a sort of ICS consumer chain. Like that is obviously our highest, one of our highest priorities. Yeah, this is good fun because like, um, so from my standpoint, I want to see more Ethereum in Cosmos, but I know like that there is no Atom in any other ecosystems, right? Like uh, there is actually no way for Atom to go there, right? So um, I, I think for, for Atom, probably this is this is more bullish because that essentially brings maybe some utility for Atom. So um if I would like to find the argument that is positive, you know, so like if if you are Cosmos validator, like your 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 mission is probably trying to find utility for Atom as much as possible, um, you know, because that's essential to to sur survival. Yeah, but um, I know the time is due. Um, maybe someone wants to get a question. If not, Panky, you can take it over and. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I, I do have time certain, but I don't know if you guys want to keep the space open. You know, we could pass over the co-host. You know, I, I, Don, I don't know if you still have to run. I will just say it's been an honor to share the stage with you, honestly, as a longtime fan. Brain Jar, um, do you want do, – we can always certainly do another space later on um, if, if you feel like this is a good place to put a pin in it for today. And then maybe we can gather some more questions and get some more community feedback in a future space. Uh, what do you think? 
Yeah, no, I think this is a good place to, to end it. Um, just expect more in the coming weeks. And I think, um, yeah, as Don mentioned, like always more than happy to address concerns that people have, like uh, people should really just talk to me. Like I have these forums open so that people can voice their concerns directly to me as opposed to uh, threads. So like DM me. Um, and thank you, Don and, and Funky, for, for hosting today. It's a fantastic time. Yeah, I agree. Thank you so much for being here, Brain Jar. Thank you for the Composable team for offering me the opportunity to be a part of this conversation. Thanks, Don, for making it here as it is. I think you asked excellent questions. Um, and thank you for everybody who tuned in. I know we got the first space rug, but I appreciate that so many of you came back. And I hope all of you have a wonderful weekend, and we'll close it out today. Have a great day, guys. and like Taoism. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Chirping on the bird app, listening to nerds flap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up their bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preach an open sauce, but don't listen to the code, and now it's mutiny, community, uprise. There's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking west side shit, needle and noose, sticking with my armory, yam, beta, and Bruce, repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth, like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Is it really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. We started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, The shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, huh? Less knee jerk, more evolution, less shit coin preachers Pretending to be teachers, y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rat fucks sucking up the cheddar The recipe is two steps, rinse and repeat Now we all in your butts, and we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat. If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you, you would be like, don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it. Just say like, is it, really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might, it might cost, cost us a lot more than what can, what can be gained can gain. by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. <laughs>